back to the Louis Cho podcast. Today we have Jay again. <laughs> you clap every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, it's, it's those like clapper things, those yeah. uh, action. Oh, wait, that's what you were trying to. I don't know right? what they're called. Yeah, I call them the clapper things. Yeah, call, uh, what we're talking about is when people say take three and do that. Yeah, like, that closer thing that, yeah. that we all used to do with VCR tapes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, music is a topic. Music is the top. Uh, the question you have is what do you value in certain genres? So like, I kind of thought about that, like, um, I'm the type of person that I kind of go through phases on music I listen to, and there's certain yeah. things that I value in each one. Like, for example, right now, rap and hip hop's kind of like uh, big on my list right yeah. now. But, and I really like kind of the beat and flow of those things. Are we talking though, like new school rap, like trap rap, or are we talking like old school, like Tupac type shit? Right now I'm talking, uh, uh, it used to be 50 Cent and Tupac, right now yeah. I'm kind of uh, fucking with Juice World and Temptation mm. a little bit, Yeah. or Tess, I- I'm not sure how you really pronounce it. I think it's it. like XXXTentacion or, like or something like that. I remember I heard in an interview how you yeah. said it. But, it, and it's that thing like, for example, when I go to my rock and metal, I really love the rhythm in it. Yeah. It's just really cool to broaden your horizons on the music that you listen to. Yeah. What do you think about how hip hop has changed from these like actual like um, about that life? I'm gonna sing about it and I'll do this shit, and it's come from that to a uh, damn that girl's fine. Oh, yeah. uh, she got a fat ass. Dude, uh, all girls. Hold on, not all girls. <laughs> Do girls in yoga? Oh, I, I, I think we get God distracted for, and shit. I thank God for making yoga pants <laughs> on God, bro. But like, you know how hip hop has gone from like you diss me, I'll pull up and I'll fucking do a drive-by. Yeah. Like, they're about that shit. And I think now it's still there to an extent, but it's definitely not as hard. Of course. Um, I think now because things are kind of changed, people kind of use words as words and they kind of battle back and forth with yeah. words. But um, it is, I, I don't say new school is pussy shit or nothing like that, yeah. but it is definitely different and less. You know, it's yeah. definitely smaller well, do you and think less seriously. Not to say that it is pussy shit, but do you think definitely, I think for sure, that because there's this disconnect between artists and it's not as connected as it was, you can hide behind this facade online and you can be this certain person. You can be this fucking hardcore gangster that has killed four people, you've been to jail three times, you're a convicted felon, and in reality, you're just some fat motherfucker that sits on your couch eating hot Cheetos yeah. and makes beats. I think the reason why it's kind of calmed down is because so many people do it. Like, uh, like back in the yeah. '90s and early 2000s, they were like battling for the top. So then, like, do you think that that gives hip hop a softer look? Uh, kind of. I really like competition. Like, competition's yeah. a really good thing because with competition and two people competing, that they try to top one another and it just keeps growing and yeah. growing. And you get these amazing songs out of it. Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, um, "Hypnotized" by uh, Notorious B.I.G. was written mm. because he was trying to top somebody else, yeah. and that's such a great song everybody loves. So I think competition is definitely a thing that needs to be a part yeah. of rap. I do like how rap used to be, and it still is with some artists, but I like how it used to be very lyrical. Yes. They they knew what they wanted to, they had a point they wanted to get across, and they used their lyrical ability to get their point across in the way that they know. Now I feel like it's more of a, oh, so-and-so dissed you, let me fucking send a tweet, yeah. and then let me make an alright song. And don't get me wrong, some of the songs are fucking amazing, but half the time I don't understand what they're saying. 
Yeah, mumble, <laughs> mumble rap definitely kind of sucks. Now, I can't really talk shit because I, yeah. I I didn't mean to, but like a few of my songs on my first album was a little bit mumbly. Yeah. Now, I wasn't shooting for that, but it is that, so I can't really talk much shit about the mumble rap. But, uh... But, yeah. Yeah. So, but I really don't like mumble rap, um, honestly, because uh, I do take lyrical value and uh, vocal value in songs definitely the most because yeah. uh, because I've been a singer my whole life that's what I enjoy doing and I and I get motivation when I hear other good singers and lyricists right. that are really good at what they do well, I mean I wonder if hip-hop is changing I definitely see it changing a little bit but I wonder if it's here to stay if yeah. mumble rap is gonna be the new like it's it's been here for a little while for us but how long is it gonna be here? And is it gonna become a major part of hip hop? Because I think hip hop definitely, when you think hip hop, you think Tupac, Biggie, all that. Lyrical rappers that were about that life. And I think now when you look at it, like Lil Uzi. Yeah. Great ass music, I fuck with his shit. Yeah, yeah. But the dude dresses. Yeah, he does. Very his image is, flamboyantly. Yeah, his, his image is pretty weird. But, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, I really like that, though. Yeah. Because, like, that's what... It's definitely favorite. different. Yeah, like, going back to my rock and metal stuff, my favorite thing about Marilyn Manson is that he would he would change his show, make everything weird to the point where he knew people weren't gonna like it. Now, granted, yeah. Lil Uzi might actually like that stuff, and that's great if he can do that, right? So, but back to the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Back to the mumble rap thing. I think mumble rap has kind of just been in the background a little bit yeah. because because it did exist, but it never really kind of popped up to the scene. But now I've kind of seen it start to grow a little bit more and more. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be kind of like a wave thing. Uh, I'm guessing it's gonna go back and forth between popularity and just kind of underground. Yeah. I definitely think like the way that mumble rap has these very electronic beats. Yeah. It's real similar to the EDM. Really and, well, not all songs, but definitely a good amount. There, you can make a good connection of oh, this song sounds like this EDM song. What do you think about EDM? Uh, EDM's is actually pretty cool. Uh, oh, I fuck with it like, heavy. <laughs> uh, uh, like EDM was never one of my favorite favorites, um, but the reason why I listened to so much of it is because I had a friend who was like my best friend in my school at, at the time, and he he really liked EDM and electronical music. Yeah, and. Um, he would always play it, and and a lot of it was really, really good. It's just at the time I just didn't fuck with that. Like, uh, like at the time I was focusing on uh, mainly metal and rock at the mm -hmm. time, and then uh, I started listening to it a little bit, listening to dubstep and EDM. Yeah. Uh, out of the two, I I kind of have to prefer dubstep because it's kind of more like upbeat, upbeat and sick. Yeah. If but, you, so I'll listen to EDM when I smoke. Yeah, and sometimes definitely. I'll listen to it when I don't. When I but, get high, uh, I'll just kick back yeah. and listen to some EDM and just be chilling. Bro. You smoke a sativa and listen to some. EDM, some Skrillex. Yeah, oh, you're, yeah. yeah, you're chilling. But I definitely think if you smoke like an Indica, I fuck with Indicas a lot. And I think Deep House yeah, is Deep definitely, because you know how you go into YouTube and you're bored as fuck and you're trying to study. Uh, you put in and there's that girl with the headphones. Mm -hmm. Those are those lo-fi kind of chill beats. Mm -hmm. I think Deep House definitely has those like, just chill the fuck out and everything feels wavy. Yeah, yeah. Like that one song I showed you yeah, where you said people felt like they were walking in the sand and shit. Yeah, uh, uh, the thing is when I listened to that song it looked like people were walking into like a simulation. Yes, that, that, like, people, that it looked, I felt like I was studying yeah. like, their movement and what they were doing. Oh, and, and on that note if you ever do do that like, uh, like get high and want to listen to music I must 
you guys got to try this uh, this guy that I know called uh, Andrew Huang. He makes amazing deep house music. How do you spell it? Uh, uh, Andrew Huang, H-U-A-N-G. He makes amazing music. My favorite album by him is, uh, I think it's called Cosmos. Um, it's a picture of space and it's green and stuff. That's my favorite album by him. It's so good and you guys will definitely like it. All right, now back on. All right, uh, next little question. What genre do you highly dislike? Like what genre do you hear and you fucking turn this shit off? Um, Probably black metal because I have yet to find black metal. Black metal. Here, I'll show you later. Uh, but I, I, I haven't seen any black metal that I'm about. And, yeah. And I'm not. I, I mean, there are artists that I don't like, but I don't know if there's any real genre that I like heavily dislike, or at least not that I can think of off the yeah. top of my head. Now, give me an hour, I'll probably be like, fuck this, <laughs> yeah. hate it, you know. I definitely think like if I'm listening. It depends on the mood, actually. Yeah. Definitely, I definitely feel like definitely. mood definitely plays a big part in what you like and dislike. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like there's a a real, like, I hate this artist no matter what mood I'm in. Yeah, hell no. Like, I'll, I don't really like country music, mm -hmm. but, like, sometimes I'll jam out to country Hell music. yeah. Uh, there was a girl that went here, like, uh, la no, not last year, earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Her name was Micah, cute little white girl. Yeah. I wanted to date her. She was into country music. Yeah. She put me on to some songs. Uh, I forgot who it was, but the name of the song was Marry Me. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's Cody Johnson. I'm not really sure. And it was just a really good song vibe with it. I don't really listen to country music, but that song I just don't know. I liked it. Yeah. And it's not like a I play it on repeat all the time. Of course. It's definitely like if I'm feeling just not really happy, but like a content mood. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to some some of that. And then like if I'm a lot of the times I like listening to like sad music like Lana Del Rey or oh, stuff yeah. like that. Or like acoustic songs, mm -hmm. or like Russ, or some like sad R&B. Yeah. I fuck with that. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I'm definitely kind of like that. Like, for example, uh, I'm, I, I listen to music a lot, so music kind of controls my mood a little bit. So, yeah. I'll, so if I'm listening to sad shit, I'll feel sad. If I'm listening to metal, it makes me want to like do <laughs> cocaine and punch yeah. the walls. Like, and it's, it's so much fun, and I think it's really awesome. And, and I actually legit pity people for not being able to feel that. Because there are some people who just don't listen to music. And That's, like, That's I was having no crazy. idea about that. I was like, you know, it's crazy to me how if you think about it, how we have these little devices in our pockets that are literally ruling our lives. Yeah. And we live off of music. Because if you think about it, the generation before us, our parents, they had Walkmans and stuff. Yeah. Not very accessible. They had, you had certain songs. So it was very limited. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't, their world didn't really revolve around music. Certain people it did, of course, but I definitely think the majority it didn't. Mm -hmm. But for at least our friend group, music is our life. Like we, it's 24 yeah. we have earbuds in. Or if we One. don't have earbuds in, we're fucking rocking our head back. We got music in our head. Yeah. And I have to caught myself. I'll be in class, I'll be rocking back. What the fuck I don't have earbuds in? in. Yeah. Like a crazy person. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's crazy how it's very different. Uh, my childhood hero, uh, uh, Darrow Andrew Sutterth, he played. He was the front man for Fair to Midland, uh, and I got the amazing opportunity to work with him for a few years. And Dope. he told me that nowadays we've got it so easy with our phones. We yeah. just pop in music wherever we go. Uh, what he Andrew told me what he had to do is when he bought a CD or cassette, he'd sit in his room, play it, and just lay down and just listen. So then, do you think that we have not the same connection as to music? Definitely. Is? Because if you take the two same songs and you have it played through air. Their AirPods on your iPhone and just walking through school. 
Yeah. Compared to you go to the fucking store, you buy that cassette, you fucking rip that packaging open, you pop that bitch in, and you press play, yeah. and you just lay back in your fucking beanbag. Yeah. I definitely think that we don't appreciate music as much as it would. Yeah. I think it, it's it, more of a, this is a time killer, I like this. Yeah, exactly. And I think back then it was more like a... It's a full activity. This is a, this is a hobby. Like, yeah. this, is, this is what I do. I listen to music, I curate music. Yeah. I think that a lot, because one of my favorite things about music completely is dynamics. I love it yeah. when things change and things come in and out. But what I've noticed is that you miss a lot of that because a lot of people listen to music and they have it in the background. Yeah. So what I would do when I'm trying to listen to some new stuff that I've never heard before, I'll put it in, I'll just close my eyes and I'll just take it all in and try and hear everything because I know how much, how hard it is to write music and I want to be able to appreciate everything that this person has written yeah. just like anyone I feel like definitely more. before um hey it's locked genius I don't know you can't read you're illiterate Ava can read Ava can read good job for reading Ava are, are we gonna cut this out because we were so rudely interrupted no we're gonna fucking leave it in because this bitch <laughs> I need my pen though yeah you need your <laughs> pen bro okay so here I'll just talk while you do that um yes about that Dude, I forgot what we're talking about Huh? Where we're on. We were talking about um, how music has definitely changed. It's not really a hobby much anymore. It's kind of just yeah. the background. But I, I really try to do um, against that. I really try to treat music as a. It, it, it is a profession. Yeah. Music is a profession. It, and if you are in a band and you're making money and you're making music, you're producing. You have a job. That is a 100% right. job. And 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 it's a fantastic job to have. And that's what you love to do. Don't let, don't ever let anybody try to tell you that that's not work. Right. I definitely feel like there are people that are like older generations for sure that are stuck to that classic get a nine to five job yeah. get married have kids send them off to college and die dude i'm not about that like i definitely feel like times have completely fucking changed yeah. like you can with this podcast yeah, you can we can make so hard. much money and we are literally just at school we're getting our education done and we're fucking making money while we're Dude, doing it that's why i love high school and college right yeah high school is high school and especially college is really good about teaching you and letting you do what you want to do with your life yeah and I, that's what i love that's why i was so i was having so much issues in my earlier school because i i didn't like what i was doing i hated yeah. it so much i definitely feel like as a little kid because i had very i had outlashes I, yeah like, so did i do big anger problems. like they classified me as having anger problems i Class, I uh, diagnosed ADHD, bipolar, bipolar depression, yeah. and I think a little bit of OCD. Yeah, I've got I've got ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, like you name it. Yeah. And and I had to tackle that when I was younger. And I definitely feel like the way the school system is doesn't fucking help us. No, it it doesn't in because a lot like, of ways because with that ADHD, you have so much energy, you just want to move yeah. around, and then you have this. Fucking, you're stuck here for however many hours, and then you have to just sit still in a desk. You have to listen to this motherfucker talking a monotone voice yeah. about what the fuck already happened with Genghis Khan and shit. Yeah. And you, and as a kid with ADHD, you can't fucking focus. You hear the clock ticking. You want to see what time it is. After yeah. that, you want to fucking look around everywhere, and you just can't stay. So you gotta tap your feet. And I feel like the way that school is set up is it's very just get things done don't fucking enjoy it don't 
do anything else, just learn, leave, learn, leave, learn, leave. That, yeah, I'm, I really don't like that philosophy. Is like, just come in, get your shit done, and get out. I, really I mean, I like, like it that. to an extent. Well, yeah, to an extent, of course. Like, like when I'm having a bad day, I just don't want to be yeah. with. Like, I just want to be sitting, leave me the fuck alone. Like, uh, uh, like if you're trying to talk to me, and I either don't respond or I'm doing something, yeah. and it's not because I'm pissed at you, I'm just having a It's just like, day. right, people... I'm not... I'm an ambivert. Yeah. I'm not introverted. I'm not extroverted. I'm just, I'm in the middle. Yeah, like, I I'm mean, definitely both. There, and I feel like it's definitely for everyone. Yeah. Certain people are just fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. Like certain people just annoy the fuck out of you. And certain people, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just certain people are just, I don't know. Like yeah. they give off a vibe. You just don't want to fuck with them type yeah. shit. Me, uh, it kind of like, it depends on my mood. I go both ways. Like when I'm feeling down, uh, I, I usually kind of want to just chill by myself for a minute yeah. or, or, or I can go out with friends like either of them works and it's really cool that I'm comfortable in my own skin as well as being in yeah. crowds of like a thousand people like I'm still comfortable with all that stuff because well, well it's probably because um, I'm the only child so so at home I live my days by myself without yeah. anybody and then I play shows and I play music which is venues filled oh, with yeah. fucking people so like I'm really good at handling both of them which is fantastic because that means I can do anything but I also feel like a big part of being able to adapt to going from a small crowd to a big ass crowd where everyone's yeah. yelling at you. I definitely think that's like, that has to do with a certain group of friends you have. Oh yeah, totally. Like, like with our group of friends, like I can come to school one day in the mind, and I've done this a few times. I'll come to school, man, fuck people. I don't want to deal with shit today. I'm just gonna have my earbuds in all day. I'm not gonna talk to anybody. I'm not gonna sit with them. Yeah. And then like, you'll come up to me and say, what's up? Yeah. I don't want to be rude. So I'll say, what's up? I'll kind of just go about my day. And then other people in the friend group, like Connor or someone will send something funny to the group chat and it lightens my day up. I definitely feel like if you have those friends that you just vibe with and you can fucking call them a whore and shit and just joking. I definitely think like the group of friends you have definitely changes your outlook on life. Yeah. Like if you have a group of friends that you don't really vibe with, but you don't have a group of friends that you like, like that's, they like you. But they're not really your style. Yeah, definitely. But you have to stick with them because no one else wants to hang out with you type yeah, like shit. That, yeah, I feel bad for the kind of people that aren't very sociable, that are socially awkward, that like um, go up to people and he, like Ronaldo sometimes. Yeah. Ronaldo doesn't understand his surroundings. Yeah. And what... To, Granted, we do make fucked up jokes. We do make fucked we make up jokes a lot. Like, the N word, the yeah, but, F word. Yeah, but that's why I freaking love Ronaldo, bro. Right. Like, like, He's very bold. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him that. But it's definitely he, like if we're going to Walmart or something and we're yeah, hanging we out need to chill and he out. makes those jokes, it's like, yo, that's yeah, funny. But like, yeah, it, yeah, it's funny we right need to chill out because, uh, because like, it's funny when we're talking to one another because we know that we're joking. But the yeah. thing is, we got to be careful because other people w- won't know that. Like, other people yeah. are like, is this kid fucking serious right now? Now, granted, that, n- nothing against Ronaldo. It's just sometimes when we go somewhere, we all need to chill out and yeah. the same thing goes for me I get pretty loud and I yell too oh yeah we, so, I think we all do yeah and because the fuck especially with me because oh, I have a deep voice because oh. I have a deep voice so it fucking carries oh, like a motherfucker oh, oh yeah if you just sit there and just shout the n-word people like, oh yeah but like we go into Walmart or something and the way he does it is he won't like whisper like yeah you see that black guy Let's lynch him. Like, yeah, he won't yeah, whisper like, it. Yeah, he'll be like, Here's he'll be like, hey, let's go lynch that black guy. Yeah, and he'll yeah. fucking announce it. Yeah, he, he does do that, and it definitely has something uh, he needs to work on, but like. I think it's an attention thing. Yeah. Because he has younger siblings. Or does he? he? I think he has one. 
I didn't. I didn't know. I've been to his house once, and I didn't see any. He has a younger sister. I know that for sure. So I wonder if we're making him sound really pitiful. Here, well, no. Nah, but, but I wonder if because his younger sister is getting a little bit more attention, if this is his way of maybe, getting that made up attention. Maybe. Uh, I don't think it's like that. Um, I just think Ronaldo's just kind of you know having a good yeah. time, and that's just his way of having a good time. He just gets too in the zone. Yeah, sometimes. he just he just gets. Well, everybody does, man. Like, oh yeah. I, I get way too in the zone sometimes, but Ronaldo is a great friend. I wouldn't trade him for nothing. Oh yeah. And and I I laugh every time he threatens <laughs> to eat me. Like, it's really <laughs> Or he'll rape you. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He says yeah. rape, murder, and eat. Like, those are, like, his three main All presents. joking. All joking. Yeah, all joking, Clarify, of course. all joking. I, I still have all my limbs. <laughs> all intact. No one's been raped. Don't worry. My dog is No one's good. been penetrated. No one's been good. All right. All right. What's your go-to genre? We completely oh, went yeah. away from music. Okay. The go-to genre definitely right now is hip-hop. Uh, but like usually it's like a lot of rock and metal stuff. Yeah. Because I definitely love because it's hard to explain. And and with hip hop, I I used to hate hip hop because I because I wasn't listening to the right shit. Yeah. I was listening to the worst shit. People just like talking about inflexing on shit. But what yeah. I love so much about rock and metal is that I can feel it. I can yeah. feel the emotion. Do you I can listen feel. to screamo? Uh. It's not called Screamo. <laughs> whatever, whatever but it is. Yes, I listen to a lot of metal with um, yeah. harsh vocals, and I love it so much because when someone's, a lot of people are like, oh, they're yelling, I don't like, I yeah. love it because I can feel their yeah, anger. Yeah, it's, a, it's intense can, emotion, like, and I, it's I, just I coming feel, out Like I, I, I can way. feel their passion and everything that they've put into this song, and I can hear it, and I can feel it, and I love that. Like, it's very rare that I can feel music and say, this is it. Yeah. This is what music needs to be. But if you like hip-hop and you like, like, that harsh metal. Yeah. I would definitely listen to your Stitches. Stitches, uh, He's no. a rapper. Oh, no, uh, but Connor showed me this one one guy uh, who, I can't remember what it is, I'll have to ask him about it later, but he mixed together, because uh, he was a big, big fan of metal. Yeah. Huge fan of metal, and he would mix together these harsh hip-hop beats with yelling stuff, and um, and uh, X did it on his later album. Yeah, X it, it did was, that a little bit. Holy crap, it was like I really good. I was I not it. expecting X to be as good as he was. Now granted, he could have improved, but it was yeah. fantastic. It was it's amazing. sad that he had to die so Dude, soon. What I want to know is that, did he finish Skins before he died? I think he did, and then he died. Before it could be released, but he yeah. finished it. So I think his family started releasing yeah. it. Because you, have you noticed he came out with a few, yeah, or came, a few albums got dropped after he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for example, Gospel. That song's fantastic. Yeah. But that, but that came out. Oh after. my god, have you heard of Rich Brian? I have not. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Rich Brian. Yeah. Well, his, uh, uh, he started off as Rich Chigga. Okay, but uh, but on to my earlier point. Oh, Rich Chigga, that's interesting. Um, on to my earlier point is that. Whoa, Mind and Awe, that song sounds yes. fantastic and it's great, but it sounds unfinished. Yeah. And, and the thing, but that's so cool to me. Like, it sounds like a, a raw. Yeah, it sounds really raw. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like something that he meant to put lyrics to, but it's really sad because he died before he got the chance. So that's yeah. why that song connects more with me, is that like he was taken, like that, he, that's a perfect example of he was taken too soon. He I was feel too like young. X definitely resonated with a lot of our generation because we have these like struggles yeah but like we have these like struggles that for us i feel like we overreact for sure we definitely, overreact definitely. like a little minor inconvenience will make them all fuck that person i don't want to ever talk to him again yeah sure. definitely so i feel like the way x did his music was he would bring up these topics that would hurt him and he would do it in a way that we would listen to it and be like, fuck yeah, yeah. fuck this, he's right, that's what? fucked up. Hell yeah. See, that 
I'm kind of in the middle somewhat. Like, yes, like I, I have a bunch of issues yeah. and I do, but like there, there are definitely out, people out there that have it way worse than I do. But like those oh, problems yeah. still mean something to me. Right? right, because we don't, We this is what we know as our problems. Yeah. So for like when people say, oh, you don't even have that bad. Kids in Africa are starting. Like, Bitch, yeah, well, I don't know. I ate a fucking nutter butter for yeah. breakfast. This, I, we're in a whole different set of problems. Yeah, we have our own issues. It's kind of the same. Like, no one's really got it worse if people got it different. Right. So, like, for example, like, to an eight-year-old, someone stealing his toy, that, that could, like, be oh, yeah. devastating. And, and, for, like, a, and for, like, a cat lady who yeah. loves her cats and her cat, that could be horrible for that Even person. for, like, me yesterday, um, me and Isaiah were going to go for a jog because I'm trying to start working out more for the summer's coming up. Wow. And I grabbed my bike... And I uh, took off the front wheel, put it in my trunk of my car. My car is small. You can fit in my yeah. car. I don't know how the hell I fit my bike in there. I was fucking amazed. Yeah, I was kind of fucked up when you said this morning that you got a bike back there. I was like, okay, I'll take your word for well, it. Well, I was gonna I mean, I was gonna take it out yesterday night. I just, I fell asleep. Okay. In the middle of the day, I just kind of forgot. I'm gonna try to take it out after school today, though, when I get home. Okay. But I mean, problems. Fuck. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. Different problems. Um. But like, I put my bike in there, and I was like, all right, what the fuck? Where's my board? I yeah. didn't know where my longboard was. So me, Joe, and I think someone else, went to go smoke on the docks. Oh, yeah. And you've been to the docks. Hell yeah, that's, <clears> spot, that's dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. I'm, and we smoked a blunt, and I'm sitting there. It's gone. I'm high as fuck. I'm just sitting crisscross apples while staring at the water. Yeah. It looks fucking dope. Good thing this motherfucker meditating. Yeah. And then I kind of just looked up a little bit, just curious if I could see any planes or anything. I saw the moon. Mm-hmm. It was like Damn, four sounds, in the afternoon. That, that sounds pretty cool. You see the sun and the moon. Yeah, like, whoa. And so I ended up just laying on my back and I just looked at this moon for a while and then we kind of just dipped. But before we started smoking on the docks, I rode my longboard from my car onto the dock and I put it upside down next to the railing so it didn't fall off. Mm-hmm. And then we just fucking walked off. And I went, didn't think about it at all until yesterday. We got, I got in my car with Isaiah, and then I called him. And, or before I got him, I called him. I said, hey, I don't know where the fuck my board is. I think I left it at the docks. Yeah. And I said, hey, dude, we got to at least go check. Like, I feel like there's this little itty-bitty portion that someone didn't touch it. Like, I had a little bit of hope. And uh, we went to the docks. Thank fucking God. Someone picked it up and there was like a sign. Someone put it there. It said, found, uh, found a skateboard, call this number. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck did I do? I jumped up screaming, called like, the number. I said, hey. No, they didn't answer board. at first. I said, hey, uh, I left my board here. I saw the sign to call this number. It's a Gold Coast board with red wheels. Mm-hmm. And then the guy ended up having a go-go shove. So he came back an hour later. Mm-hmm. And we got my board, and I was just happy as hell. And yeah, then yeah. I've been doing this thing where, like, I journal every night, or try to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just to kind of let everything off my chest. Mm. Yeah. And just kind of be able to look back on things and yeah. see where I need to improve on my emotions and everything. Just kind of a checkup. Yeah. Like, then, I kind of do something like that. Uh, I kind of put it in my, like, little chicken scratches that I write down. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm just the type of person that I kind of came from a home to where you'd be judged if you went out with your problems and like told them about yeah. it. So like I kind of have to keep it to myself and, and that's how I let it out sometimes is I'll write it down, write some memoirs, write I think I have, I don't think I have it with me, I think I left it at home, but I do have 
the exact same kind of journal. It's yeah, a moleskin, moleskin mm-hmm. and I like it because they have, I got the dotted, and I oh, like that yeah. it's, it's not too thin. It's not like Bible paper thin, yeah. but it's definitely not like, like printer paper thin. Yeah, fuck And that. I like how it is. Definitely. Um, so I think what we could do is we kind of bludgeon this topic till it's done. Do you think it'd be a good idea to maybe tell some stories? Maybe we can talk about another topic. Oh, yeah. What do we want to do? We got one more. Uh, and we're, I think we're at like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, almost. All right. So for, I guess for me, 60s doo-wop. Oh yeah. Is and like early two thousands, like hey there Delilah. Yeah, definitely. Like that kind of stuff. I feel like that, for me, gives me that nostalgic feeling when I listen to it because like, when I listen like hey there Delilah or like who let the dogs out. Yeah. I imagine going like being at my grandma's in Benbrook when I was like seven. With my granddad and my dad, my grandma all out there, and the little fucking power wheels. Yeah. And my iPod. Oh, dude, iPods were the jamming shit, the fuck bro. out. Dude, I had an iPod shuffle. I had that little square one that you'd have to. If you're looking for I a certain had, song, you'd have to keep skipping until you found it. I think I had that big ass one that was like the size of like an oh, iPod. Oh yeah, the fat ass one. Yeah, yeah. I had the touchscreen one. Yeah. Oh the. And I used to just yeah. play fucking music, put it in my pocket, and just drive around in my power wheels, oh, yeah. thinking I was the shit. Uh, I think definitely what I go through with 60s is concerned is definitely psychedelic rock. Mm. I love psychedelic rock so much, like Janis Joplin, uh, Jimi Hendrix, things like yeah. that. It's it, it's just so great and fantastic. And I'm not gonna lie, I listen to that shit while I'm on drugs. Like, oh yeah, that's, it's so I mean, much fun. Like it's so much fun to pop a tab and just listen to Jimi Hendrix. I definitely feel like the shit. way the drugs are portrayed is bad. Like is. For some of them, it's bad. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, um, like things like crank and like dope. That yeah. stuff is rightfully illegal. Oh, like, right. Terrible. Like if you have like, marijuana is classified with heroin. Yeah, it's like it's it fucking one. shit. It, it's stupid as shit. Like, like the only two drugs I do is uh, marijuana and, uh, and, and herbs as well yeah. as psychedelics. And because those, they're not safe, but they're not gonna like kill me. Right. As I long used to pop pills. Yeah, I used to do that too, like... Um, like uh, last year I did. Hydro- I did it earlier this year with hydrocodons, but then yeah. I stopped doing that because I realized that it would make me feel shitty more than I would feel high, so I'm like, this yeah. is not working, I hate it. See, but I feel like that's when I would like, re- that's when I really fucked with Lana Del Rey, was last year when yeah. I would, I remember fourth period, I think it was, and um, Bartlett right there. Yeah. Uh, Veronica, I'm still cool with her. Dope as fuck. We both used to pop hydros, and I used to take like, two hydros mm-hmm. and like a Zan. Yeah. And I used to fucking cinch my hoodie up, put in some Lana Del Rey, and lay under the desk and just take a nap for two hours. Yeah. And uh, I remember one time I held her ankle. Mm-hmm. I had, I had this kid earlier. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name, so we'll call uh, I will call him Chase. Yeah. Uh, so what me and Chase would do is that he was one of the first guys to come say what's up with me, and he was pretty cool. Uh, and what he did, he would sell uh, drugs here. Yeah. He he had uh, uh, I think his main thing that he had was pills and coke. He yeah. had both of those. And what he would do is when I was saying I felt stressed or I was tired, he'd be like, "Here, come come to the bathroom real quick." Yeah. And then he'd come in and pop out three or four hydrocodones, like, "Take these." And I'm like, "Okay." And then I took them, and they were fucking awful. I hate it. He doesn't he doesn't go to school here anymore, probably because he got busted one too many oh, yeah. times, or maybe he dropped out. I but, wonder though, like, I feel like the way that drugs affect you when mm-hmm. you're underage is, is definitely 
bad. Yeah. Like, it can definitely negatively affect you, for sure. It yeah. has to have a bunch of negative effects because your brain's still developing and everything. Yeah. But I feel like that, in a way, is also a crucial part in growing up. Yeah, like, I feel exactly. like you have to fuck up. You have to fuck your body up. Yeah, dude, like, if you just treat your body like perfectly your whole like I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you don't get hurt in any way if you don't impair yourself in any way or if you don't do anything that's even remotely awesome yeah. like you're not having fun like like i hate like it's hard to explain like like there's a fine line between being healthy happy and good and then having fun and being yeah. stupid you know well, i mean like i there's it, those kids that are like oh no i don't want to smoke marijuana that's bad for you cool yeah cool but at the same time, I don't feel like anyone of any, well, not any age, at least 15 and up, yeah, shouldn't be so cautious. Definitely. It's definitely good to be cautious. Yeah, it's good to be cautious. But I don't think you should be so closed-minded. Mm-hmm. I definitely think drugs open up your mind a lot more. Yeah. I, th- I think that as well. Now, granted, I've, I've done my research and I'm very aware of like some of the risks that you take with drugs. Oh, yeah. Now, marijuana, I-, I haven't found anything that's either for sure or really all that bad. But, oh, like, I found multiple things that are bad. Uh, uh, I waste all my money on food. Oh, well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, that's about it. But like psychedelics though, like acid and shrooms, yeah. that can actually hurt you. I want to try and, um, acid once. It's, it, it's really cool. Uh, as soon as here, as soon as my plug comes back, I'll, I'll hit you up. Uh, it's, it's really cool because, and, and here, I'll talk about why I love it for right now. It's like, because with everything else, it kind of affects my body. Yeah. And the only thing that doesn't get affected is my brain and my eyes. My vision doesn't change for anything else. And that's why I love psychedelics so much because I, I appreciate music more. I, I, I could be entertained by nothing. And I love it so much, but I'm also aware that like doing acid and shrooms increases your um, risk of stroke and things yeah. like that. So definitely I definitely think that's why you careful. shouldn't be dependent on those. Yeah, things. definitely because like if I'm, it's recreational purposes, mm-hmm. then I definitely think like okay, it's Monday. I don't really want to be stressed out over school and everything. I got yeah. this project due. Let me just. But the cool thing about acid is that the tolerance thing is that you'll take acid right and you have to wait three or four days or else it will do nothing. You can't take it every day and if you do, you're just wasting money because it won't make you high at all. And 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 that's what I love so much about acid is that I I literally can't get addicted to it because I can only have it once every like week and I usually only take it like once maybe every two weeks or so and and I'll kind of dial down um, a little bit on that too. Like I haven't had acid in a little while. So I definitely am careful, but I'm also reckless to a certain extent. And yeah, I, and I feel like that's a good it's healthy a middle. Careful recklessness. Yeah, definitely. That that that's a perfect. And healthy so you want to explore the world of drugs and everything. You just want to get out there. You want you want to be your own person. You want to have your own experiences. You want to be able to have your own opinion on these things. Yeah. There's so many people are talking about, yeah. but you just have no clue. Yeah, but so you, you want to do your research and be okay. If I do this drug, these are the side effects. This is what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. So let me do it in this way so the bad things don't happen. Yeah, so the bad things don't happen. And, and I feel like it makes it easier the way we have the internet yeah. in our fucking pocket. It makes it so easy. Okay, so, okay, I'm gonna get, just going to give you a little tip. If you've never tried drugs and you're, in, and you're, looking for, and you're trying to, do it in a safe environment. Like, and uh, start small. Yeah, start small. Like me, me and Louie will do any amount <laughs> anywhere. Like... <laughs> Because uh, that, that, that's because we're pretty experienced. Yeah, like, I definitely think, like with weed, I've smoked with a few people for the first time, mm-hmm. and I think that the environment yeah. is totally like 
that's just the base of it. Yeah. Like if you're in a stressful environment and you smoke, you're gonna be you're gonna stressed. Be stressed and you're gonna be like, yo, I gotta get unhigh. Yeah. So like for example, your first time doing any kind of drug, I think you should just sit at home. Uh, so, so like for example, if you're gonna drink, uh, drink, smoke, or take a tab or anything like that, I think you should sit at home and kind of be in a safe environment and, and make sure you have people that you can call if anything goes wrong yeah. or you feel uncomfortable or scared. But just stay in your home, and then as soon as the high is over, you can decide, did I enjoy that? If yeah. if yes, then I can do that again sometime, but in moderation, of course. Oh, right. And then if, if you're like, no, I, I hated that, I don't ever want to do that again, then you don't have to ever do it again. Yeah. I definitely feel like if you try things, yeah. and even if you don't like it, just trying that thing will open your mind up so much more. Because you definitely. have these people here at the school that are, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Because yeah. they're so traditional, they've never dared to branch out yeah even peek to see what the fuck this is yeah but but i don't really blame like school and education too much for yeah. that because they're they're a government thing like government controls the laws and shit like that and son of a bitch i forgot to clip my thumb my right thumbnail fight it uh, I don't do that. Oh, you don't do it? Cool. Cool. That's good. This is a good man right here. <laughs> I don't like my nails all the fuck. I'm a little whore for biting <laughs> my nails, bro. Okay, but you're fucking nails. Tyson brings me nails. <laughs> okay, fuck. What was I saying? Um. Cool. Um, school and drugs. School and drugs, that's right. Uh, see, I'm not a big fan of government. That's not my thing. I don't think uh, anyone is. Well, the thing is, government, I believe it's pure in some areas and they yeah. corrupt in others. But school, I think, is kind of one of the more pure just because they don't really have any power to be corrupt. Yeah. So school is kind of sees things in black and white, like this is illegal, it's bad. Under no circumstances is this good, you know? Yeah. So, and, and that's just how they see things. Now, granted, some people will kind of branch out. Like, for example, Mr. Wilson, you come in high, just like, hey, just go sit in your oh, yeah. class and, and, and I'll leave you alone. But you walk into, like, Mr. Allen's high, you're like, get the hell out of my classroom. But I wonder also if it's because, like, I think depending on the way you are when you're high. Like for Definitely. me, I'm just chilled the fuck out. I don't really want to fuck with people. I just want to, yeah. I don't want to vibe out on my own. When I'm on Indica, I'm kind of just chilling and on my phone, do my thing. But I, yeah. but I will admit that when I'm on Sativa, I get a little hyper. I, yeah. I, I get a little loud and, and I do get a little bit um, overbearing. And I, I can totally admit that. And, and that's why I only do Sativas in places that I'm comfortable, like like with my friends. Yeah. But like, like for example, in like. In like fourth period, I would never do a sativa because right. there's nobody in there that I'm comfortable with, and and that people will yeah. not like the fact that I'm loud and talking just to myself. Because I've done that, and people have like called me out on it. Before. Yeah, I don't really mess with like sativas because I feel like with a sativa, I turn not really a crackhead, oh, but yeah, I, I get into very like. Everything is funny. Hell I yeah! Fuck around. Yeah, that's like, me. Sativa is like, like I want to go out and throw this chair. Something. He's like, you know what? Give me the keys. I'm driving off the cliff. Yeah. Like, like that's what I want to do with. And that's why I love Steve. Is kind of like, like it's adventure. You want to have this adventure. Really want to have this exactly. fucking that's big adventure. That's adventure. what it is. I think. I fucking love adventure so much, but you have to know when is the yeah. time for that. And school is probably not, but I still do it anyway. I definitely think like if you're gonna go to school on a sativa. It, you can't smoke a lot. You it has to be enough you're where you're kind of just, your your hands in your you, pocket. Yeah, you're kind of bumping your feet a little bit. You look bit. fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of shit. Like, not where you're like fucking pacing yeah, around, yeah. doing jumping jacks. Yeah, like if someone's looking at you, your goal is someone looking at you look like, hey, you look faded. That's your goal. If someone looks at you and be <laughs> yeah. like, you look fucked up, like you need to like change something. Yeah. 
Because like if you're looking fucked up, people are gonna look at you and think oh, yeah. that's a crackhead. Like that's mm -hmm. a that is a druggie right there. And, and you don't want people to think that because me, I'm not a druggie. I, I I like drugs, but like <laughs> if, but like if drugs just became like if you're seen with drugs, have drugs under the influence of drugs, we will take you out the back and shoot you. Yeah. I'd live my life without drugs. I'd be okay. I, I'd, I'd totally be all oh, right yeah. with that. But I prefer drugs because it's a cool thing to have in my yeah. life. Yeah, it's a recreational thing. Of course. It's a hobby. We made it to fucking 40 minutes. And it's 40 minutes. Uh, this is the longest episode we've ever done. And yet again, we brought it back to drugs. We brought it back to drugs. <laughs> Always but, drugs. Drugs are our lives. Yep. Drugs are dope, man. Literally. So do we want to cut it out here? Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to Louis Cho Podcast. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Louis Cho Podcast. And you can follow me at I am Louis Cho on Instagram and then Jay. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, Hippie Soviet, H-I-P-P-I-E. No, no, Hippie Patrick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to change it. H-I-P-P-I-E-P-A-T-T-I-R-C-K, Hippie Patrick. And you could do the same thing for going on SoundCloud. If you do want to hear my music I was talking about earlier, it's the same person uh he'd be patrick all right that's all it. right and we'll be back next time Woo! the end